your spirit, Jesus' spirit, God's spirit, Holy Spirit has become one spirit. Rekobate ke. The angels in the Acts of the Apostles. Why am I showing you the scriptures? I'm showing you the scriptures because whatever you see the angels do in the Bible is what you can and must expect the angels to be doing in your life. Amen? Angels actually want to be very active. You know what happened in the very beginning of creation? The Spirit of God was hovering over the water. The Spirit of God was waiting. Everything was empty, void, chaos, darkness. Everything was waiting. He was hovering. He couldn't do anything until light be back. Words. See, the translation said, let there be light. The actual word God spoke was just light be creation started how did creation start the Holy Spirit became active immediately amen you know the angels are exactly the same way the angels take the word like a sword and run angels are very active angels are very fast angels are very willing to work but we forgot them we just simply neglected them no more. We will bring in the end time harvest without neglecting our co-workers, our angels. Hallelujah. In Acts, directly in the first chapter. Hallelujah. Directly in the first chapter, in verse, mm, Jesus was going up to heaven. And then verse 10. While the disciples looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will also come in like manner as you saw him go to heaven. Hallelujah. See, the angels will not allow you to stay in depression. The angels will not allow you to stay into that feeling of loss. You might have that feeling, oh, Jesus went, oh, my loved one went, oh, something very depressing happened, I lost this, I lost that, I lost the person, oh, very depressing, oh, when will Jesus come? He went to heaven, I need him. Did the angels allow that? Immediately they were standing there. Immediately they're asking, hey, why you look somewhere else? Even while you look into heaven, they didn't even allow the disciples to look into heaven. Pah. How do you pray? God, help me, Jesus, help me. The angels will come and will say, hey, why you expect Jesus from up there? Don't you know he already came back through the Holy Spirit? Don't you know the heavens were opened? Don't you know the dove came down? Don't you know Pentecost already happened? Hallelujah. Don't you know the tongues of fire have come? Don't you know Jesus is living inside of you? Why you look up into heaven? And we beautifully pray, Lord, where will my help come from? Lord, I lift my, hair, my eyes up to the mountains. Anand told you yesterday, no? Now you are the mountain. Huh? 
you are the mount zion amen the glory is in you the glory is upon you the glory is all around you the angels will not allow you to be depressed amen the angels will not allow you to believe that you lost something hmm? the angels will not allow you to sit and wait isn't that beautiful why are you gazing into heaven he's coming back for you he already has come back wow not only he came back he's living inside of you holy spirit take control give us very deep revelation very deep revelation lord all your gifts let everything flow let mighty healings happen lord while the word goes out let the angels of god work everything we hear let the angels of god work and let them do it holy ghost you work you do the whole heavens the whole heavenly atmosphere you know we are seated in the heavenlies myriads of angels are around us <laughs> the lord showed me such a beautiful vision about our spirit soul body spirit seated in the heavenlies hearing the angels singing and hearing the word of god and seeing all the glorious things and the body down here and your soul decides where you go but actually um philippians 3 verse 20 it says your citizenship is already in heaven your citizenship your passport your nationality is heaven <laughs> hmm? my nationality is not german my nationality is heaven i have a heaven passport i have a heaven's language i live under heavenly laws no matter what the economy does no matter what the nations do i live under heaven's laws and god will not sit and scratch his head and say how can i pay the electricity bill for the sun tomorrow morning i was preaching in a very small village very cute very cute people they couldn't read and write and the lord told me ask them you think god sits in heaven how do i pay the electricity bill tomorrow morning for the sun you think he worries actually the sun creates so much electricity it creates so much power and you as seated in the heavenlies you can draw all that wisdom you can draw all that power you are seated up there sometimes you forget it you know what the devil does he shoots one arrow you know that no you know the shield of faith what can your shield of faith do shield of faith it can quench all the fiery arrows of the devil Hmm? the devil shoots arrows fiery painful ones shield of faith can quench them all you know what jesus says hmm. what john says faith is the victory that has overcome the world not will overcome faith is the victory that has already overcome the world hallelujah now think about it faith is a shield again the lord showed me a beautiful vision if your shield of faith is small if you did not develop your faith by hearing the word of god speaking the word of god studying speaking so it goes into your ears if you did not develop your faith and make a big shield you will have a small shield 
If you have a small shield, what will happen in your life? The fiery arrows come, small shield. Ah, ah, one came through. Mm, hello? But if you build your faith, if you make a big shield of faith, you know what we will do? You have the big shield of faith, okay, you hold it, and you stand behind it, and you can sleep. Hello? Peacefully sleep. That's what Jesus could do when the storm was raging and all the disciples were so upset. What did he say? You of little faith, where is your faith? Hello? See, faith is the victory that already has overcome the world. What is the good fight of faith? How do you fight? You battle principalities and powers and you fight. Is that the good fight of faith? You know what is the good fight of faith? If you read James chapter 3, very clear. The tongue is an unruly evil. Uh -oh. The person who can control the tongue is a perfect man, perfect in all things. Controlling the tongue is the most difficult thing of all. Huh? The tongue is set on fire by hell itself. Whoa. Have you seen how the devil tries to push you to say negative things? I had that problem even with suicide, no? even desiring death. I say it in the curse-breaking CD. No? When I came from Sri Lanka, that spirit of bloodshed, that spirit of murder, spirit of death, it really tried to attack me. I needed all my energy not to speak it. Because when you speak it, the demons come and take the words and work with them. Hello? Hello? You can create very demonic atmosphere with your word. Or you can create angelic atmosphere with your word. Amen. Your words are so important. You know, years ago, one day the Holy Spirit told me, the battle, write it down, the battle for your future is the battle for your tongue. Lord, that's a false doctrine. I always learned the battle for my future is the battle for my heart. I always heard we have to keep the heart very pure and very clean and then we can have a bright future. I said, Lord, why you say for the tongue? He said, Matthew 12, 34 to 37. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Okay? So yes, it is true there is a battle for your heart because you know what the devil will try to do? The devil will try to attack your heart. He will try to hurt you. He will shoot his arrows at your heart. And when you accept the arrows in your heart, you will become bitter. Hebrews 12, 15. One root of bitterness will defile many people. When you get hurt, your mouth will speak out of the abundance of a hurt heart out of the abundance of a bitter heart. Amen. That's why forgiving is so important. If you allow any hurt inside, the devil can speak his plans. You know why 
um, how you call them, clairvoyant, uh, fortune teller, you know why that works. They are actually prophets. They are prophets of Satan. They don't see the future. They prophesy a future over you. Hello? You know, you can allow such a person to speak over you and say, no, I don't receive it. You can allow a doctor to speak negative prognosis over you and you say, no, I don't receive it. I break that. I am healed in the stripes of Jesus. That's the truth. This cancer has to disappear. This diabetes has to go. Hallelujah! You can do that. But you know what's the problem? People go to these fortune tellers and believe what they say. And because they believe it, because they accept it, the demons can take these words and work with them and bring it to pass. If you have gone to fortune tellers, if anybody has spoken such words over you, break it. Your family, your church members, whatever these people have said, you just break it. Don't accept it, don't believe it. If you don't accept it, it cannot happen. Hallelujah. So the, future, the battle for your future is the battle for your tongue. Will you speak what the devil wants to tell you? Will you speak from the hurt that you accepted? Or will you speak the plan of God? Will you speak the word of God? See, your future is so much brighter than you could ever imagine. Your tongue is the rudder. Huh? Like a big ship, your tongue is the rudder that steers the ship into the right direction. Hallelujah! Yiprapanti. And when you speak right, tak, the angels work for you. Gloriously. Hallelujah. Next scripture about the angels in the Acts of the Apostles. Acts 5 verse 19. I love it. Acts 5 verse 19. See, big problem. Oh, the shadow of Paul was, or uh, Peter was already healing the sick. Everybody was healed. All the sick, all the unclean spirits, every mighty revival, powerful. Then, 17, the high priest rose up and all those who were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with indignation. Actually, they were jealous. Actually, they were jealous filled with indignation and laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. You know the common prison. Imagine the company there. Big, 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 big thing. No, wow, prison, wow. One small verse, verse 19, one small verse, but, but, see? Oh, the whole sect, oh, the big jail, oh, the devil tried everything he could, but, one small word, but, at night, an angel, one, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out. Today we'll pray that. Amen. Today we'll pray that. Today we will pray that. The angel opened the prison doors and brought them out. Not only brought them out. See what they said? And said, go, stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. The angel did not say, okay, I take you out, but now hide. The angel gave such a boldness, such a courage. Takes them out and say, okay, go, preach again. Then you know what happened, no? Then they went out. And when they heard, they entered the temple early in the morning and they taught. 
The high priest was so angry. Then afterwards, again, they took them captive. Again, they brought them before the council. They bet them. But the apostle very clearly said, we ought to obey God rather than men. Hallelujah. I already taught, taught, told you, they can only kill the body. But you know, if we deny Jesus before men, he will deny us before the Father. He will deny us before the holy angels. Help us, Jesus, to never deny you. To never, because of fear, shut our mouths. Amen. Hallelujah. And okay, they went out again. We are his witnesses again. They kept preaching again. The next miracles happened. One small verse. The angel opened the door and took them out and commanded them to go and preach again. As Anand said, nowadays there are so many court cases made against believers. See, they do it in a very nice and sophisticated way. They will find some reason, not even necessarily preaching, they will find any reason to put a court case. And then they will torture the believers for years. Come to the court. You have a hearing today. Oh, okay, you came, but the judge is not ready. The other party has not come. Go back. And they drain their time. They drain their energy. They drain their money. They drag it for years and years to intimidate to intimidate believers. Will we allow to be intimidated? Come, let's stand up. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hey, Abba, away, Bobo, Rede, Maga, Dede, Nenko, pray with all your strength. See, seven of the leaders of our dear friends here are still in jail. Four months, three months. More than three months. Three months. More than three months, they're kept in jail, still even up to now. We need miracles. We need angels. We need a strong intervention of heaven. We need the fear of God, fear of God to fall upon all these authorities. We need the fear of God to fall upon the whole nation. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, as you have done here in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5, verse 19, one small verse, at night, one angel of the Lord opened the prison doors. Lord, let it happen. Let it happen. Let it happen. Lord, we claim the ministry of the angels of God. We claim the ministry of the angels of God all over, all over, all over the nation, all over the nations. Every imprisoned child of God, every child of God really sitting in a physical jail. Lord, send your angels. Send your angels in Iran or oh, in the Muslim nations. How many are sitting in jails? It's not even known to the world. Lord, let your angels go. Let your angels go. Let the miracles happen. Let the miracles happen. Let the prison doors open. Let the foundations of the jails be shaken. Let them come out. Let them come out. Let them come out. We command liberty in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We command liberty. Lord, your angels are our ministering spirits. Lord, we are asking to send our own ministering spirits to deliver our brothers, to deliver our sisters. Lord, we ask you, send them to the deepest prison pits and bring them out. Bring them out. Bring your servants out. Lord, strengthen them. Heal them. Strengthen them. Let mighty miracles happen. Mighty miracles happen. And Lord, let them be strengthened physically and spiritually. Physically and spiritually. 
every wound, every wound that was inflicted on them. Let it just heal. Let it supernaturally close as we have experienced angels ministering to us. Let the same happen to our brothers and sisters in jail. Every pus come out. Every festering wound be healed. Every wound close down. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Oh, let the mighty angels of God minister to our brothers and sisters in any kind of jail, in any kind of such situation. Oh, Lord, and even the spiritual jails, even the spiritual jails, anybody sitting in a spiritual jail, Lord, anybody sitting in addiction and depression, any servant of God sitting in such a situation, right now, Lord, let your angels take them out. Let your angels take them out. Every devil's bondage, every demonic spirit lord right now your angels are opening the doors your angels are opening the doors your angels are opening your angels are breaking the addictions breaking the chains destroying every jail destroying every jail destroying every jail oh rabba zegelapa zogalabara sante nakalabara santa Father, not only here, not only here, all over the world, all over the world. Lord, those who were serving you, those who were doing something for you already, somehow the devil put them in jails. Now, Lord, let your angels go. Let your angels go. Let your angels go. Oh, Lord, let your angels go. Minister to them. Minister to them. Take them out of the jails. And let the angels speak to them. Go. Stand again in the temple. Stand again in the place where you used to preach. Stand again and speak all the words of this life. Again, speak all the words of this life. Every jail of depression. Every jail of sickness and disease. Every jail of shame and condemnation. Every jail of family problems. Every jail of money problem. Every jail in their mind of oh, pornography. Any kind of jail. Any kind of jail. Lord, right now, your angels. Your angels are going and opening. Your angels are going and opening. Ha ha ha. jail still present here your time is over the angels are opening it ha the angels are opening it you just walk out just walk out you are free you are free you are free you will again preach with full power you will again preach with full glory you will again preach all the words of this life all the words of this life oh I see some people 
you were chained, you were even chained by doctrines, by different doctrines. You could not boldly declare the power of God like you used to do before. Some doctrines became like chains on your mind. Now you're walking out. Now you're walking out. Now you're walking out. The kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. <laughs> the word of kingdom of God is not in word, not in word, not in word, but in power. You will again walk out. You will again stand and declare not only the word of God, but also the power of God. Also the power of God. Oh, <laughs> of God go here to everyone go to the believers everywhere Lord let the angels of God take them out of jails oh Lord let them not preach the gospel with convincing words of human wisdom but let them preach the gospel in demonstration of the spirit in demonstration of power yeah masenta prasanta 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 Prasanta, 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 Prasanta. Oh, any jail, any jail that stopped them from preaching the gospel with great power. Any jail that stopped them. Be broken, be broken, be broken, be broken. Ah, the angels are opening the doors. You can just walk out. You can just walk out. Any intimidation, any intimidation any fear it's broken it is broken it is broken oh the doors are open <laughs> oh the command is coming again through the angels stand in that same temple speak the same words of life hallelujah Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Something happened. Something happened. This is the time of the end time harvest. This is the time of very heavy angelic ministry, angelic activity. We will see angels moving everywhere again much more than ever before we have not seen in our lifetime because the coming of jesus is so close the mighty move of the angels of god is rising 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 every day wow hallelujah we have that privilege to see the gospel to understand the gospel to understand the things that angels long to look into and they don't understand angels cannot understand salvation because they didn't fall they didn't sin only we have that tremendous privilege 
of understanding the deep love of our Savior. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay, just take your seat. Right now, we have the tremendous privilege of preaching the gospel. You know, there will be a time in Revelation, it says, when an angel with a trumpet will be flying in heaven and he will proclaim the eternal gospel then in that time. But now we have that privilege. Now we are allowed to preach the gospel. Wow. Oh, please use this tremendous opportunity that we have received only now in this time. There will be a time when we will be taken away, when the Holy Spirit will be taken away. Then only with a trumpet from heaven, eternal gospel will be given again as a chance by angels. But now we have the privilege. Acts 6.15. Stephen, all who sat in the council looked steadfastly at Stephen and they saw his face like the face of an angel. Wow. What is the face of an angel? Over glorious, over shining. You know why he had this face of an angel? Because he was looking straight into the glory. He saw the heavens open. See, you can have this glorious face. You can. I always used to say, you know, School of the Holy Spirit is the best beauty parlor. We should charge you for that also. <laughs> How many husbands here have sent their wives to the School of the Holy Spirit? How many husbands say, my wife after that looked very different? Looked very glorious, looked much younger. Ah, and not only looked younger, she behaved younger. Inside, this anger was taken out, that revenge, that hurt, everything was taken out. Correct. They became like little children. Which husband can say that? She became very soft, very sweet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. See, it's a beauty parlor. Why? It's the Holy Spirit beauty parlor. Why? Because just like Stephen, we see the heavens open. Stephen was being stoned to death in that time. We gave our lives. The stones have not hit us yet. But the decision we have taken in our hearts. Lord, all the way. Did you know that this is the real way to overcome Satan? Revelation 12, 11 and 12. You know what it says? They overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of the testimony. Many people stop there. But verse 12 goes with it. You know what it says? And by not loving their lives even unto death. I think it's so many times. You know why many times we don't fully overcome Satan? Because we love our life because we keep our life dear to ourselves. Not even the point of dying as a martyr. Even, what do they think about me? How are they looking at me? How will you overcome Satan when you still love your life? How can you be a born servant of Christ when you still fear the opinions of people? You cannot. So to overcome Satan, hallelujah, to live this angel life, you lay down your life. Amen? You overcome Satan by not loving your own life. Okay, I'm here today. 
if the Lord needs me tomorrow in heaven, no problem. As long as God needs me on the earth, I'm going to be on the earth. When my job down here is finished, heaven is better. If you can have this attitude, your face will be shining like an angel face. Amen. And everybody will see it. Hallelujah. Acts 7.30 An angel of the Lord appeared in a flame of fire in the bush. We already saw that, no? And the bush was not consumed. See, when angels come and visit you, you will be shining, you will be burning, you will be full of passion, but you will not be destroyed. The fire, it will burn away only the chaff, only the useless stuff, and you will be full of glory. Uh, 7.35 This Moses, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? He is the one God sent to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. Wow! Moses got such a strong calling to be a ruler and to be a deliverer directly from the angel. The angel brought that word of God to him. The angels are again and again coming to you, teaching you, talking to you, encouraging you, giving you commands. We saw it already, no? They will give you the commands. They commissioned the ladies to go out and preach the gospel. Moses, he received his commission also by the hand of the angel. The angel, verse 38, um, in the congregation in the wilderness, the angel spoke to him on Mount Sinai. See, even in the mount, he received, uh, see, 53, they received the law by the direction of angels. Even the law was given through angels. Law is given, word is given, see? And because they have not kept the law that was given by angels, I showed you that yesterday already, no? In um, Exodus 23. The law, the word of the angels is a very serious thing for God. When he starts sending angels to speak to you, it's like God himself speaks through his messenger. Sometimes we will see them, sometimes we will just hear the voice. But many times you can see them. They can rejoice with you, they can cry with you, but they will be very seriously giving you directions and giving you commissions. Amen. See, Acts 8.26. Philip, he just had such a powerful citywide crusade. You know it, no? The whole city was full of joy. Mighty healings and deliverances of demons screaming, the lame walking. Wow! Great joy in the whole city. And then what happened? Now, an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. Then it says, this is desert. <laughs> that was not the word of the angel. This is desert was not the word of the angel. I think Philip would have felt, what? I have such a mighty revival. Now I have to go to this desert. The angel is telling me, go down the Gaza road. <gasps> oh, this is desert. But you know what? Philip obeyed. Hello? And because Philip obeyed, that very second person of a whole nation, the treasurer of the Queen Candice, could receive Jesus. See, the angel will send you out. The spirit will direct you. 
The voice of God will speak to you. Many different ways how God communicates with you. In that moment, beautiful angel appeared and sent him and he obeyed, praise God. Angels, okay, should we pray that? That the angels send us out, even to the foreigners, Elekenta. We'll do it in the next one. See Acts 10, verse 3. About the ninth hour of the day, who? A centurion, a Roman. Not even one of God's people, not even a Jew. An unbeliever. Wow, a heathen. A Muslim, a Hindu, a Buddhist, a whatever. An atheist. You know what happened to him? About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. See, the angel knows even this. Okay, he was a believer. He, was, he believed in God. He was not an atheist because he was praying. But the angels come and speak by name to those who are sincerely seeking God. You know, when I came for the first time, the scripture that hit me so much is in Acts 17. Paul saw the whole city of Athens, Athens, Greece, no? Athens, giving to idols. So many temples to so many different gods. But he found one temple. You know what the temple said? To the unknown God. So Paul was so touched. He said, see, this God whom you worship at this temple without even knowing him, this is the God I bring to you. Oh, I cried and cried and cried and cried and cried about this word. How many times? I cried more funnier than I ever cried for any other nation. <laughs> My own nation, I cried, but not like for You know why? Because people seek God. Like this Cornelius. People want to please God. They want to appease God. They need the blessings of God. In the Western world, anybody asks for God? They want the blessings of the government. They want the blessings of whatever. No, they think, ah, maybe the Buddhists could be better teaching than our Christianity. Anything they think. Many don't want a God. But here, sincerely people are seeking God, like Cornelius. Such people need to receive angels' visitation. Can we pray that right now? Just tell him, Jesus, I'm willing to be sent down to Gaza. I'm willing to be sent into the desert. I will trust you when you send your angel, even if my mindset, what powerful citywide crusade, you sent me to the desert, even then I will obey. I will follow your instructions. I will follow your angels. I know when you send me somewhere, Mighty revival will break out. Even in different nations. I trust you. Thank you, Jesus. I expect your angels to commission me, to send me. And Lord, we pray for all the Corneliuses in the world. All those who seek God. All those who didn't know how to hear the word of God. All those people in nations where they cannot hear the gospel. Or in families where they cannot hear the gospel. 
people who are kept in houses like prisoners. Send your angel. Send your angel. Lord, let them see your angel. And give them an opportunity, just like Cornelius, to send for somebody who can give them the word of God. Let there be mighty revival. Even in nations that are totally closed for the gospel. Let us hear of angels' visitations. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. You know, I see in my spirit, especially many women. Women are kept like prisoners in Muslim nations, even here in different places. They're just sitting in the house. They're not allowed to come out. And they want to seek God. God is sending angels. He's sending angels. Angels can go and bring a Bible. Angels can go and put an app on their cell phone. Angels can do million things. Hallelujah. They are very powerful. They can make a way for these seeking souls to find Jesus. Amen. Amen. Holy Ghost. Thank you. You are doing it. Amen. See, that angel was speaking to Cornelius very beautifully. Um, Cornelius, of course, he was afraid. He said, what was it, Lord? The angel said to him, your prayers and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. Wow. See, the angel tells Cornelius that God has accepted his prayers. That God has accepted his giving. The angels know your secret life. The angels know God's heart for you. The angels can bring you this news. God knows what you have given. You know, sometimes I see like a video. Sometimes I sit and I cry. I say, Lord, why you put me into such a position? What did I do? How did I deserve it? Nobody deserves how you put me into this position. Why? Why you love me? Why like, like that? Sometimes I see videos, you know. He showed me one video. You remember how in Bible school, how hard you were working. We had a pastor's conference. So I was in the kitchen team. I hate kitchen. Now God delivered me from kitchen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but in this time, <laughs> in this time, I was working in the kitchen. And you know what was my attitude? Lord, 700 pastors, the whole year, they are serving us. The whole year, they're preaching and teaching and praying for us. Now, this one week, I don't want them to move one finger. I will not even allow them to come to the counter to get their coffee. I will run and I will bring the coffee to their table. After that one week, I was... I was just 20-something. I was very young, but... Okay, very young. Some people will say 20 is already old, hello. <laughs> but I was full of energy. But after that one week... And the Lord showed me that video. And he said, see, because of your heart attitude, because you said, I want to serve my servants, my servants, no? I want to really bless them. They give us spiritual food. I want to give them the natural food. Because of that, now I allow you to give spiritual food also to my servants. Wow. Hallelujah. Prayers and arms, giving, whatever you did for God, it has come up as a memorial before God. Hallelujah. Even for those who don't know Jesus yet. You know the five pillars, no, in Islam. 
They have to give alms. They have to do different things for God and for people. Even that comes up before God as a memorial. They don't know the way of peace. One time the Lord gave me the scripture. They don't know the way of peace. But God wants to send his angels to them to show them how they can hear the word of truth. Amen. Will you pray for that? Will we be selfish and say, Lord, I want angels. I want angels. Yes, we want angels. But will we also pray for God to send angels to these people? Kias Monto. Hallelujah. Cornelius. Very, very, very beautiful. And see what happened? When the angel who spoke to him had departed, Cornelius called two of the, uh, of the servants. When the angels who spoke to him had departed, you know what I've noticed in angels? They always finish the job. This angel was sure, okay, Cornelius understood. He will call his servants. He will do it. Then the angel departed. When Mary said, okay, I received the word, then the angel could depart. When Daniel had understood the vision, then the angel could depart. Amen. Angels are beginners and finishers, like you. Amen. When you have a struggle to finish a job God gives you, you see and pray, Lord, even the angels can do it. The angels are just created beings. The angels don't have Jesus living in them. If they can, how much more can I? Hallelujah. Okay. Acts 11.13. Now they say how Cornelius told to Peter he had seen an angel standing in his house who said to him, send men to Joppa and call for Simon whose surname is Peter. The angel so clearly give the name and give the address. Who needs that? You are praying for a ministry. You are getting ready. You are sitting in your place. You are having the visions. Hallelujah. You know, you don't need to go to the internet. You don't need to write to every ministry. Oh, please, I'm doing this and this. Support me. We will not allow that to happen in our life. You don't need to sit with the internet and try to catch some white people. Amen? You don't need white money. Huh? You are in heaven's economy. You need the angels of God to give your address to where you can go and where you can minister. Hello? You need to sit in the presence of God. When you sit in the presence of God, when you receive his visions, automatically your address will be given. Yes, mata. Mantreke. Zika labrobompepe. Yelala lavasmempebe. Nikkorabasi. You know, I had a beautiful experience. One morning, long ago, 20 years ago, in Germany, I'm praying in tongues, praying in tongues my morning time, and I was laughing. You know, long before meeting my precious husband. Long before knowing his ministry, I was a tongue talker. Already. So I'm praying in tongues. And while I speak in tongues again and again, the word Bogota comes. I think, what Bogota? I'm laughing. Bogota is the capital of Colombia, South America. Why should I speak Bogota, South America? I have never been there. I don't know anybody there. Why should I? You know, a few hours later, I get a phone call from a German pastor. Benita, we are going to take a group to Bogota, Colombia, and we need a translator. <laughs> and I got your address. <laughs> we will pay you the ticket, we will pay you the hotel, we will pay you the food, and we will give you an offering also. Yeah. Hello? See, I was in the presence of God. 
Like Peter, I was receiving that revelation in Bogota. Something is there. He said, do you want to pray about it? I said, no, I don't need to pray about it. Already I know. God already said this morning, Bogota, Colombia, I'm coming, finished. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It has to happen in your life. I don't know. He didn't tell me it was a real angel and shining who gave my address. But somebody gave, me, gave him my address. My phone number, I have never heard about him, never seen him in my life. He had not seen me. Somehow, he got my address. Amen. Angels are going to do that also in your life as you are sitting in the presence and receiving revelation. Not as you are sitting with the internet and writing about your ministry all over the world. Okay? Please don't do this bad testimony. Hmm? It really hurt me very much. Anan already said, no, then that's one guy up. I just stopped the preaching and I went and laid hands on the people and I just blessed the people and I went back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. White people, it's not easy here, you know. Okay. Now, again, the next jail situation. Again, in Acts of the Apostles, verse 7, 12, verse 7. This time, not more apostles, this time, Peter alone was in jail. Again, he was kept in jail, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out, bring him out, who knows what he wanted to do with him. He might have wanted to kill him directly. No? That night, Peter was sleeping bound with two chains between two soldiers and the guards before the door were, were keeping the prison. Again, one sentence. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and the light shone in the prison. Always angels, full of glory, full of light. No? A light came into the whole prison, and he struck Peter on the side. Sometimes the angels have to hit you. Especially if you sleep very nicely, you know. If you're in, in, some, in some caught up situation, and if you nicely sleep there, the angel will come back. Hello. And the angel said, uh, raised him up, took him up, and said, arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Bah. One angel touched, back, any chain will fall. Amen. I tell you, angels are so powerful. We have not really availed their ministry. We have not thought about them. We have not expected them. Poor angels, unemployment crisis we have created for them. Hmm? Chains fell off his hand. Then the angel said to him, gird yourself and tie on your sandals. How powerful it is. Gird yourself. What is the girdle? Girdle of truth. No, it's the armor of God, the girdle of truth. Gird yourself. For, for us, it means, hey, take the word, take the truth. And then put on your sandals. What does it mean for us? Be ready to evangelize. Maybe you were in a jail of fear. Very understandable. The whole situation now here, fear they are trying to spread everywhere. This ISIS, have you heard? Islamic State. Oh, they murdered thousands and millions of Christians. Millions of Christians. How will you still have that strength to keep preaching the gospel? Only by angel. Only when an angel comes and hits you and encourages you and makes you stand up again and tell you, hey, go stand in the temple, preach this word of life. Horrible thing they told, you know. In the very beginning when that started happening, the Christians had to leave the city. 
And they said, the wedding ring, sometimes the wedding ring, no, many years married, the finger became bigger, the wedding ring doesn't come off. They just cut off the fingers. They wanted the gold, they just cut off the fingers. Hapa, horrible people, demonized. They're not normal human beings, fully demonized, brainwashed. Ah, horrible. Holy Spirit. See, but even then, we need to pray for the angels to come and minister so that they can have that boldness to stand anyway. David Hogan, our friend, so many, many, many testimonies he has. How they tried to kill him. So many people get murdered in Mexico where he's working. Oh, they, are, they make ambush, you know, ambush. They wait at the road and they try to kill everybody they can and get the vehicles and everything. They say, okay, Lord, we have to go preach the gospel. If you need us in heaven, okay. If you need us on earth, okay, whatever. So he takes one car and his wife takes the other car. And his children are working with him. They also take other cars. And they start driving. And okay, if they kill one, the other ones will go and preach the gospel with this attitude. That's how he raised so many people from the dead. Hallelujah. Last time I saw him, he had 400 churches, and the 400 churches had raised 700 people from the dead. And with his own hands, he had raised 27 people from the dead. Last time I saw him many years ago. I don't know the count now. Hallelujah. But you know, that's how he overcame Satan, by not loving his own life, even unto death. Anytime willing to lay down your life, that's how you overcome Satan, no other way. No other way. Hallelujah. So, truth, shoes of the gospel. Hmm? Put on your sandals, keep preaching. That's what actually the angel was saying here. No? Then he said, and so he did. Peter obeyed. And he said, he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. Garment is the righteousness. No? Put on your righteousness. They threw you into jail. Maybe you felt condemned, Peter, no, because he was thrown into jail for preaching, no? But maybe you were in some drug jail or some pornography jail or any kind of jail. The angel will tell you, put on your garment, put on the righteousness of Christ again. Rise up and follow me. Hallelujah. And Peter did it. Peter walked out and followed him. So he went out and followed him and did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. I love it. See, this early church, they were so used to the supernatural. They were so used to the visions. That was their lifestyle. He's walking out of jail, but he thought it's just a vision. Wow, where are we? Before the second coming of Christ, again, we will live in this realm. We will live this naturally supernatural life. As Anand said yesterday, again the visions will become so normal that we don't even notice, hey, we are really walking, hey, the gates are really opening. Hallelujah! Peter was living in that realm and we will do it more because the latter glory is greater than the former glory. Amen! The glory that now we will have, now the, the mighty presence in the churches, greater than the former glory. Amen! Hallelujah! So, he went out, followed him, didn't know, thought it's a vision. And when they were past the first and the second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. <laughs> and they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed. Again, the angel finished his job. Okay? Iron gates open. 
All the gods are there, they don't even see you. Hello, don't you think we need this today? Can you put your hand on it and again pray? Because only when Peter had come to himself, he said, now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel, the Lord has sent again, no? And has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. Everybody expected, tomorrow, head will be off. Uh-uh. God sent the angel in the right moment. Hallelujah. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, mother of John. Everybody was there together. Everybody was praying. And you know what happened? No, when he knocked the door, that maid said, oh, it's an angel. It's a spirit. She couldn't believe. We will not be like this. Amen. We will be like little children. We will believe all the supernatural things God is doing. Yes, we will expect them. Come put your hand on this scripture. Lord, every prison door must open. Every prison door must open. Lord, we will follow your angels. Lord, wherever anybody is in any jail, thank you for sending your angels. Thank you for obeying. The people are obeying the angel and coming out, walking out and again strengthening the churches again preaching the gospel again giving their life for your calling holy spirit you're doing it thank you lord every mighty apostle that was bound every mighty apostle that was sitting in a jail and could not come out yet now is the time your angels are fully taking them out in the name of jesus yeah See, next glorious thing that happened. Haha, <laughs> Acts 12, 23. I love this one and we need it very extremely importantly. Herod, the evil king that was so much persecuting the church of Jesus. You know what happened to him? He received some people and these people were just worshipping him. They kept shouting the voice of a God and not a man. Have you seen that? Some of the politicians, some of the leaders receive so much praise from people. We need to pray this year. 12.23 Then, immediately, one angel, an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God. And he was eaten by worms and died. Can you take this word? Can you take this scripture? Because the next verse said, but the word of God grew and multiplied. Hallelujah. One angel finished off the whole king of a nation that was persecuting the church. One angel. Why? Because that king did not give glory to God. Suddenly, some weird worms came. Suddenly, some new kind of disease came. Some virus. Suddenly, he got some gangrene or something. We don't know what, but that one angel struck him and finished him. Because he didn't give glory to God. And the word of God, again, could run swiftly and multiply. Come lift your hands. Anybody persecuting you, any one of your enemies trying to throw you into jail, 
any one of those who want to hinder the word of god any those who want glory for themselves glory for themselves instead of giving glory to god any one of those those people lord let the angels of god strike them let the angels of god strike them lord your church we have been given authority to bless and to curse and to curse lord we ask leaders according to your heart Uh, political leaders natural secular leaders and spiritual leaders according to your heart who don't touch your glory who don't touch your glory but who shepherd your people good shepherds who shepherd your people with wisdom and with knowledge we claim such people lord anybody anybody taking glory stealing your glory let the angels come and hit them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth thank you lord we will hear we will hear of new diseases sudden wasting diseases that are destroying those who oppose the gospel those who oppose the church of Jesus those who try to destroy the servants of god thank you lord you're sending your angels you're sending your angels just in acts chapter 12 anybody of our enemies you will take care of them you will take care we don't need to do that lord you said vengeance is mine <laughs> you say vengeance is mine you are a consuming fire thank you lord you are sending your mighty army to fight for us amen thank you jesus Yes Lord we decree it is done anyone in authority positions who resists the word of God who resists the church of Jesus Lord your angels your angels your word must grow it must multiply thank you Jesus we take this scripture take it for you your enemies this is what will happen to them God gives them the opportunity to bow before him you know everybody gets the opportunity i was working in a in bosch company as a translator it was a shift work two shifts people were working so they needed two translators i enjoyed that job i was a paid missionary i very much enjoyed i could preach and evangelize from the smallest worker with the machines to the boss the owner of the company everybody personal access to everybody wonderful i loved it but there was another translator you know in the other shift that woman the first time she came she walked toward me inside you know that feeling something stepped back who knows that feeling just the holy spirit showed me mm, demons very demonized woman heavy smoking and ah uh, she was bawling she was so confused you know i was praying 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 for her i really tried to win her for jesus no chance she didn't want very demonized very confused few times i prayed so much that her mind was free there was no influence of demons you know you can pray like that no you can deliver people in the curse breaking also i say you can deliver them from the influence of demons from the lies of the demons but then they must take a decision four or five times her mind was completely free but when i said don't you want jesus he loves you he died for you no i don't need anybody to tell me what i should do in my life 
I want to live my own life. I couldn't win her. And you know what happened? The Lord gave me scriptures saying I should not pray for her. I said, what, Lord, how can I not pray? Every, you want everybody to be saved, no? But he showed me scriptures that said some people were go, they are created for perdition. He showed me such scriptures, shocking. Happened only one single time in my life. But you know what happened to her? She started accusing me in front of everybody. Oh, she said to the boss, this woman, she's not at all working. I have to do all the work. But in the same day, she told the same boss, you know what? She is so adamant. She wants to take all the work into her hand to make me look bad. <laughs> I said, uh-huh, typical devil. Just now she said, I don't work. Now she said, I do all the work. Hmm, typical confused devil. People who act like this, you must know there's demons tormenting their mind. Amen? So she tried to really make a big fuss in front of everybody. So one time, um, I was there, and she came with two, three of the main bosses of the company to attack me. And she comes and like that, no, and they're talking. And I'm just standing there, and she's accusing me, and they're just listening. And you know, she was shivering like that. First, in the first moment, I was shocked. What to do, Lord, in front of everybody, shame, no? Then such a peace, such a strength came into me. And suddenly, I felt like somebody is standing next to me, putting their arm around me. I even looked, who is here? Nobody was here. I felt that person next to me and the arm around me. And I became very peaceful. And I asked her, what happened to you? You are shivering. Why are you shivering? With such a concern, I said, no? Really, with love and concern, all these people see that I treat her. She shouts and I treat her nicely. You know what she did? She screamed, ah, like that, and she ran away. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then I was also, what to do? So I didn't know what to do. Whenever I don't know what to do, I go to bathroom. You might have to build a new bathroom in your house when you receive my anointing. I went to bathroom. I said, Lord, what was this? What happened? No? And I didn't get an answer. But when the day finished, I went out, I sat in my car, I put the cassette, always Christian music, I put the tape, the first word that came on that cassette is, when they mock his precious bride, he is standing right by her side. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! But you know, I could not win her. Then, she became sick, her life became very, very horrible and like eaten by worms. She just disappeared into nowhere. Very tragic. She was somebody who tried to kick me out of the company. One day the boss came to me and he said, yeah, yeah, you know, know how she's working against you, you know how she's slandering you, but we know the boss, we know who you are. We know how much all our workers love you. We know how they talk to you, to, about you to their wives. We know how the wives love you. Every time they went back home to Spain for vacation, they used to bring gifts and gifts and gifts. Every, every wife will send me some gift. Thank you for taking good care of my husband. I was just a translator, just in the company. Thank you for taking good care. They invited me there. I could evangelize. Hapa. And that other lady, she had to give them money. Please buy some cigarettes for me. She never got one gift. See, that's the big difference. Hallelujah. So those who go against you, the Lord will rise up. He might send his angel to back, just finish them with one hit. Amen.
And when they mock his precious bride, he is standing right by your side. Whoa, it's very tremendous. You know, when, when you can feel him standing like a person, such a peace comes, such a peace comes. Whatever people shout at you, you don't even bother. Amen. Hallelujah. Mantera brava shout. One more scripture in Acts. It's in 27. Re panti, verse 23. Mangira pasamba. Also very, very, very powerful verse. You know what happened, no? Paul was in the ship on the way to Rome, and they didn't obey him. That's what always happens when you don't obey a man of God. Uh-oh. He told that captain, please don't sail now. Already the storms are coming. It's too dangerous. They didn't obey. They didn't listen. Hallelujah. Oh, it looks very nice. Good climate. And the storm came and finished. And they were all afraid and fasting and big problem. But you know what happened? Um, paravasimpa. Uh, uh, 21, after long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Men, you should have listened to me. <laughs> He's a prisoner. Huh? He's a prisoner. He goes to the captain. He goes to the owner of the ship. He goes to the whole crew. He said, Hey, you should have listened to me. That's the authority of a servant of God. Hallelujah. You should have listened to me. Amen. Hallelujah. And not have sailed from Crete and incurred this disaster and loss. And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For, see, he could prophesy. He could know exactly what will happen. Nobody will die. Okay, the ship will spoil what to do. For there stood by me this night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Hallelujah. Therefore, take heart, man, because I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. What an authority, no? And you know what that means for you? In the darkest, most dangerous situation, maybe you are in a horrible situation because those around you did not obey the word of God. You tried to warn them. Somehow you're sailing in the same ship. Maybe you, are, you have a company together with other people. You warn them, hey, we have to give tithes. If we don't give tithes, we will not have God's blessing. Bang, they didn't obey you, much disaster happened. Maybe in the church you say, hey, we have to open our church for the gift of the Spirit. We have to obey the word. No, we want to have the order and the discipline. We will follow whatever denominations, rules, whatever it is. Maybe you see, there's death and destruction coming. But the Lord sends his angel. Hello. The Lord sends his angel. Maybe your family, you try to warn them, please Put the word of God first. Don't live a worldly life. Please serve Jesus. Seek first the kingdom of God. They didn't obey you, but the Lord sends his angel. And you know what he says? All those who sail with you, I have given them to you. I have already given them to you. Can we pray that right now? That the Lord sends his angel and that all those who are sailing with you, that they can see that God is with you. Hallelujah that God is with you, that their life is knit together with your life. 
You are not a Jonah. You didn't disobey God. Because of you, the storm didn't come. Because of you, the blessing came. But all those who came into the storm, because of their disobedience, they will be saved because of you. Hallelujah. Rambenta. Come, let's rise up. Let's rise up. Holy Spirit, Lord, your word says to Paul, you sent your angel to say even when those who are with us and around us, even when they were disobedient, even when they didn't listen to the word of God, Holy Ghost, they, because they are traveling together with us, because of that, they shall be saved. There shall not be any loss of life. Okay, loss of the ship, but no loss of life. Thank you, Lord. Right now, we claim all those who are traveling with us, all those who are sailing with us, we claim them, we claim them, we claim them. Lord, you have given their lives to us. Lord, all these people we are worried about, our family members, our church members, maybe our leaders, maybe even leaders above us, oh, even owners of the whole ship, whoever, even the denomination leaders, whoever we worry about, Lord, your angel is telling us, those who sail with you, I have given them to you. I have given them to you. I have given their life because you are righteous because you are walking in my plan, because you are walking in my way, because you have decided to be a witness, to be a real martyr for me. I'm giving all of them to you. I'm giving all of them. Father, those who are sick in our families, those who are suffering in our families, maybe even because of their own disobedience, their own worldliness, their own blunder, Lord, you give them to us. We take them. We receive them. We take them. We receive them. Okay, loss of the ship, but no loss of life. In the name of Jesus, we take them. We receive them. We take them. We receive them. Horateki, Mokotuka, Zekelekente, Ragadevodekenta, Nushiketa Baravatenta. Now, these diseases must leave them. These diseases must leave them. They shall not die. This disease is not unto death. This disease is so that the glory of God may be seen in them. This disease is not unto death. In the name of Jesus, we claim those who are sailing with us. Lord, even our nation, even the people on this planet. Lord, those who are sailing with us. Those who are sailing with us. Holy Spirit, just open our eyes. Open our eyes. Lord, open our eyes. Oh, it's not just just that small church. Lord, the whole city is actually our church. Lord, you have actually called us to shepherd and to take care of the whole city, not just one small church. You have given us authority. You have given us the task to take the whole nation in our heart. You have even given us this authority to take the whole world on our heart. Lord King David, he served his generation, his generation, not just his small group of soldiers living with him. He served his entire generation by the will of God. Lord, this generation that is sailing with us, these people who are now living on this planet, who are now sailing with us on this planet, Lord, because of us, because of us, like one righteous, like these five righteous, you couldn't destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. If there are only ten, you couldn't destroy. Lord, in the same way, because we are righteous, because your body, 
The body of Christ is in this world. This is why the world cannot be destroyed. It cannot be destroyed. Lord, they're talking about World War III. They're talking so many things. You said not yet this year. You said small wars, yes, but no big war. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because we are sailing, because we are doing your will. We walk in your ways. This whole planet is given to us. Those who sail with us, they have been given to us. Lord, our intercession, our prayer. Oh, we are the salt of the earth. The salt, just our presence. It is just preserving the whole earth. The whole earth. Lord, we receive it. We take it. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Open our eyes to our privilege and to our responsibility. Lord, the whole earth. The whole earth. You said, ask of me. I will give you the nations as your inheritance. The uttermost parts of the earth is your possession. You say it again and again. You say it. And now you're telling us, those who sail with us, you have given them to us, to us, to us, to us. Lord, we take them. We receive them. We take them into our heart. We take them into our heart. Just ask him, Lord, make my heart big. Oh, forgive me my selfishness. Forgive me my selfishness for thinking only about me. Thinking about only my group, my people. Forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. Oh, open up my mind. Open up my heart. Open up my heart. Open up my mind. Open up my spirit to see all those on this planet sailing with me. Lord, oh, let my prayers change. Let my prayers change. Let my authority change. Oh, Paul, he was not only concerned about his safety. He was concerned about all these people there. He was concerned even of the loss of the ship. Even that he was concerned. But he couldn't help. They didn't obey. But at least the people were saved. Lord, in the same way, give us this burden. Give us this burden for this earth. Lord, let us run like never before to bring out the word of salvation, to bring out the word of God like never, like never before. Make us run with top speed. Oh, like Paul, knowing I have a calling. I must come to Rome. I must testify even before Caesar. I must testify before the highest authorities in the world. I must testify before Donald Trump, the highest leader in the whole world. I must testify no matter if I go there in chains or if I go there free, but I must testify. I must testify to the highest authorities. That's why I cannot be destroyed. That's why the angels are saving the lives of all those with me. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I am the salt of the earth. I am so important because of me, because of me, this earth is safe. Because of me, all those with me are safe. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. You are sending your angels to save and protect all those who sail with us. Lord, we release, we release mighty, mighty move of the angels of God. We release it in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah! Hallelujah! Wow! Reparantere! Could you take that burden on your heart? Could you see who you are? Because of one Jonah, almost the ship was destroyed and everybody almost died. Because of one Paul, the lives of everybody were saved. Hallelujah. Because of you, 
the lives of all those who are sailing in this generation even, in this generation. See, God told Abraham, as far as you can see, I will give you. If you see only your family, he will give you your family. If you see only your church, he will give you only your church. But if you can see the nations, if you can lift up your eyes and see the nations, he will give you the nations. He will give you the nations. Hallelujah. He will give you the nations. Hurrah. Father, we receive the nations. We receive the nations into our spirit. We receive the nations into our heart. We receive the nations. We receive the nations. You speak to us, Lord. Speak to us about the nations. Speak to us about the generations. Speak to us how the devil is trying to destroy and what is your strategy to pluck them out of the hands of the devil. Oh, pornography, homosexuality, abortions, oh, all the media, all the lies, all that stuff the devil is using nowadays to destroy the earth. Lord, we receive, we take it in our heart. We take your heart burden. Lord, just like righteous, Lord, we torture our soul. We allow our soul to be tortured by seeing all the horrible sins that are happening around us. But because of righteous Lord, Lord, you will save all those who are willing to come with us. All those who are willing to be taken by the hands, by the angels and led out of Sodom, led out of Gomorrah. All those who are willing to come with us, who are willing to not look back. You are giving them to us. You are giving them to us. You are giving them to us. Lord, we do it. We receive it. We receive your burden. We receive your burden. We receive your burden. We receive your burden. Just allow him to put his burden. Oh, the young generation, they are being spoiled. I told you, cell phones, cinema, all the worldly attractions, no time to sit in the presence, no time, no mind, no concentration to receive the visions. Oh, take it on your heart. Take this burden on your heart. Allow the Holy Spirit to give you this burden. Adam always says there would be no Baraka prophetic ministry if cell phones had existed in his time. Take that burden in your heart. Ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, how to save the young generation. Those who are sailing with me, how will you give them into my hands? How can I avail the ministry of the angels to receive this generation, to receive the nations, to save the nations, so that they come really into the grip of the Spirit? Just talk to him. Just talk to him. Let him put his burden. You must serve your generation according to the will of God. You must serve your generation, not only your surroundings, the whole earth. You are the salt of the earth. You're not the salt of your small village. You are the salt of the earth, the salt of the earth, the salt of the earth. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Oh, receive it in your spirit. Receive it, receive it. Masha, 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 Yosma, Nemo, Nesmo, Nandro, Mambra, Jondre, Nombro, Nendra, Mombra, Mandre, Mondra, Mambra, Mondra, 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 Mondra. Receive it, receive it. Receive it, receive it. How easy it is today. Just by one YouTube video, you can reach the whole world. Your voice can go around the whole world. Just with your own cell phone, you can make videos. Oh, with your own cell phone, you can preach the gospel. You can shoot testimonies. You can shoot your own life. 
you can shoot teaching with your own cell phone. You can upload it. The nations of the world can be saved. Oh, the Holy Spirit can take it. The angels, they can give even your YouTube address. They can give your YouTube channel. They can give your Facebook page. Because, like Peter, the angels could give his address because the angels knew he will speak only the word of God. Oh, the angels, they will give you a YouTube channel. The angels will give you a Facebook page when they know he is only using it for my glory. He is using it only to bring righteousness, to raise awareness, to bring the truth, to bring prayer points. He's only using it for my glory. The angels will go and they will make you very famous. God says, I will make his name great. I will make his name great. He told it already to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. Oh, in you all the families, all the families, all the families of the whole earth shall be blessed. In you, all the families, all the nations of the whole earth shall be blessed. Oh, that is your promise. You're an heir of Abraham. You're a child and an heir of Abraham. Oh, this is your promise. Your name must be famous. Your name must be known in all the earth. It must be known in all the earth. Oh, Holy Ghost. Oh, give vision right now. Oh, give the vision right now. Let him speak to you. Receive the burden and receive the vision. Receive the burden and receive the strategy. The strategy. The strategy. He's a God of strategy. He's a God of purpose. Paul had the purpose to preach the gospel to the Caesar, to the highest authority in the whole world. Paul had that purpose. You get that purpose. You let the Holy Ghost give you the purpose. The purpose for your life is not just only your small village. The purpose for your life is the generation. The purpose for your life is the whole world. Yere, Rabba, salt of the earth. Preservation of the whole earth. Irandra, Napalava Sendra, Nikoparava Shanda. Oh, Holy Spirit. 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 He wants to give you his burden. Receive it. you receive the burden he will start showing you strategies
I rebuke every spirit of unbelief. I rebuke every little small faith. I rebuke every lack of faith. You are a believer. You are a believer. You don't have small faith. You have great faith. You can see until the ends of the earth. You can possess until the ends of the earth. That's God's plan for your life. That's God's desire for your life. Oh, he's giving it to you. As far as you can see, he's giving it to you. He's giving it to you. He's giving it to you. Oh, he will keep speaking to you. He will open special YouTube channels. You will go and pray for the sick. You will upload all the videos. You will show all the testimonies. You will give your teachings. You will be called to many places. The Lord will open the unimaginable doors to you. You will just sit in his presence and only do his work. Only upload, only upload, only send it all across the world. All across the world. You use every platform. You use the internet. You use every possibility you have. And you just enjoy and rejoice in the presence. And the calls will come. The invitations will come. The open doors will come. Those who sail with you will be saved. And the Lord will be glorified. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said we will do greater works than he did. Using the internet, you can preach to millions of people at the same time. Hallelujah. Do it. The devil wanted it for evil. You turn it around, you use it for good. Hallelujah. Wow. Actually, I wanted to do so much more. I wanted to show you angels in the Old Testament. Let me just read a few headings and then you yourself take a concordance. You take just the word angel and you write and you ask the Holy Spirit to show you. See, angels see you and they find you when you are in distress. Angels know your name. Angels encourage you to bear any situation. Angels prophesy God's plan. That's all the Hagar situation. Hallelujah. Angels are so deeply involved in your own personal life. Angels, they come together with the Lord. They are his bodyguards. You know, the angels are the bodyguards. He will come with the sound of the trumpet and with the archangels. Wow, Jesus' bodyguards. Angels accept hospitality. If you are a hospitable person, many times you would have angels in your house already. Angels pluck you out of danger and sin. In Genesis 19, the homosexual situation. If you struggle with any kind of sin, angels pluck you out and they strike the sinners with blindness they care for your family's safety for your family's survival you know the angels they took lot by the hand they asked do you have anybody else here your whole family take them come out hallelujah and they urge you to escape sin many 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 things angels are doing in your life i want you to really study you know you will experience what you know about angels. When you study angels, you will know what you can expect from them. You can speak it, it will be activated. You need the ministry of the angels of God in these times. Plucked out of danger, plucked out of sin, 
taken out before the city is destroyed, taken by the hands, hurry, urged, come out quick. Wow, this is what God is doing again in this time for you and for your loved ones. Amen. How many of you really will study the subject of angels? Very good. We need the ministry of angels. That's why the Lord laid it on my heart. Pray that I can quickly, quickly write books. Amen. I started. I have to finish it quickly. In Jesus' name. Amen.